Cascade. Well, welcome everybody to the, the eighth edition of Cascadian News. It's just me and uh, Dan here today. How are you doing? Hey, we're we're doing it. We <laughs> we've made it through the week, and we're you know looking at the uh, the wreckage, or at least the wreckage to come. Yeah, yeah. There's we a lot of doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, Supreme Court has definitely thrown a uh, stink bomb, or at least not the court itself, but uh, some unnamed person within the uh, Supreme Court's infrastructure. I mean, are we going to pretend like it's not Alito? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Alito or yeah, someone working for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, the longer it's gone on, the more it's become, at least to me, pretty obvious that this was not by somebody left side wanting to warn people it was leaked by somebody side who wanted to celebrate yeah i mean yeah the, the motives have kind of gone back and forth either celebrate or you know bully kavanaugh into staying in line i think is the other potential motivation because really that's the only thing that could screw it up for him is if uh yeah kavanaugh gets cold feet so there's there's actually yeah. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, I hadn't actually heard of that. There has been some interesting speculation uh, on another aspect of Kavanaugh. Um, and it, it's kind of looking into the what happens afterwards kind of question. Uh, abortion sanctuary, basically. The one thing, the, the one issue, basically, the court has moved what I would consider leftwards on has been native rights. Kavanaugh has been a uh, he's been very deferential to tribal and uh, Native American tribal governments are, by and large, incredibly supportive of abortion. So there's been a lot of speculation on if this becomes some sort of national ban. Kavanaugh can retain abortion access on their land. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tough, tough to say. I mean... Yeah, I mean, the next steps, I mean, I think we know where Republican politicians are likely to move. I mean, yeah, Justice Kavanaugh clearly is being pulled in a couple of different directions. And, you know, one is with you know the fellow ultra-right conservatives and the other is with Chief Justice Roberts, who, you know, he dearly admires and emulates and he wants to kind of be the mini me of, but, uh, you know, I think clearly in this decision, he, he came down with the former and I don't know how he comes back from that, honestly, because this is such a betrayal of everything Roberts has really stood for in terms of the standing of the court and the long-term legacy of uh, what the Roberts court has allegedly stood for in this and Roberts's project for his court. So yeah, when that case, when that case comes and I think it's hard to say that it's hard to say that it won't because, you know, the Republican Party is just so insane, and yeah, eventually they will get a trifecta. A federal ban. 
Yeah. McCon- McConnell's already saying it. And I mean, he has to say it because, you know, the he'll get primaried if he won't. His his senators will get primaried if they won't. So, I mean, the question is, will they do it or will they piss off the base to avoid some kind of electoral catastrophe? And I think, you know, the real question is, what's what's the bigger disaster for them? And that's kind of a that's a bigger question. And that kind of gets into you know how the dynamics play out in 2022. If we're going to uh, get into a fantasy or the which to be clear, they are. Uh, nearly every yeah. one of them said they were. Um, yeah. But if we're going to entertain this this fantasy world where say, I, I don't see how a national bank could work when they just expressly turned it over to the states as a constitutional question. And actually... That gets us to the point. Let's rewind a little bit and mention what we're talking about. A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> a, a draft opinion uh, from five justices was leaked. It's not a final opinion. There could be changes. Uh, but it is a full-throated renunciation of Roe. Uh, it says it was wrong from the start. Overturns about 30 years worth of constitutional Uh and says that the question is going back to the states where it could have belonged. Yeah. Uh, it's... Along the way, by the way, right wing justices who always throw about international law infiltrating American courts quoted some like Middle Ages English officials who were executing witches uh, and quotes them approvingly and deciding Jesus. to ban abortion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, it's. Every, there are so many infuriating things about it, you know, because they talk about things like, oh, well, you know, you know, it's, oh, it, the current regime has been so terrible for, you know, pro-life activists. And once it's back in the legislatures, you know, oh, well, you know women will still have access to the political process. Don't you worry. It'll be fine. Meanwhile, they've blessed every single effort that you know Republicans have made to jam up and basically, uh, what was the term I'm thinking of, protect themselves from the political process and make the political process impossible to access. So, yeah, it's completely infuriating that they just, you know, blithely say, oh, the political process is still there when they've blessed every effort to make the political process as unfair as possible and say, oh, it's just fine. You know, so, yeah, Alito is such a smug prick that you just want to take this opinion and jam it down his throat. You know, he's, oh, he's a terrible, terrible person. And he's done, made no effort to make this even slightly justifiable. It's it's a terrible opinion from start to finish. And he doesn't even care about, you know, making this, making this, you know, go down easy. All he's done is out to five and said, yep, I've got the votes. You know, now I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do. It, it's awful. You know, this is frankly going to go down with oh i see it frankly with 
Dred Scott, honestly, in terms of terrible, terrible opinions. Yeah, there's already right-wing blogosphere type folks talking about how they're going to reevaluate Brown v. Board of Education. Well, sure. I mean, honestly, in th- that's the other thing that should terrify you know, progressives is that in the same breath, he's evaluated the legal reasoning behind Roe and basically said that the reasoning behind Roe applies to you know, decisions like Lawrence v. Texas and Obergefell. Um, but also, you know, thrown out there, yeah, Brown v. Board of Education, which actually is on a completely different train of legal reasoning as well, which, you know, hold the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is, yeah, a very scary time that we are headed for, but it's what happens when you lose a very important election when a vacant Supreme Court seat is on the line and another justice is an octogenarian with cancer. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of what ifs right now. I'll, I'll tell you tell you what. Uh, Ginsburg retiring. They, this, this, uh, this decision. Yeah. Yeah. Ginsburg retiring, um, uh, Mark Udall not losing in 2014 would have helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, another would be uh, if uh, if you want to throw some other uh, what ifs out there. Oh, if, there's uh, there's a bunch of people thrown to the bus. Every single Jill Stein voter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we came. You know, you know just you know some other hypotheticals. Uh, 2018 in Florida, you know, a different gubernatorial candidate, you know, Gwen Graham probably would have won and maybe would have brought Bill Bill Nelson over the line as well. And maybe we could have stopped Amy Coney Barrett, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So I don't know. Actually, that one might have been might have still been closer. Yeah, you know, that was what that went 52. 48, didn't it? So that would have been a Fifty-one forty-nine. Yeah, there would have been a lot of pressure on Murkowski in that case. So, ugh, all these, all these nightmarish, you know, who, who the could, woulda, coulda, shoulda, and God damn it. Speaking of Collins and Murkowski, said anything about the uh, the draft opinion? Oh well, they don't like it. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, surprise, they feel, surprise. Uh, yeah. Collins is uh, saying, uh, well, gee, I, I, I feel like that uh, maybe uh, some of the um, some of these justices were not honest with us about uh, their, their their feelings about uh, settled law. It's like, well, no, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that guy at, at the edge of the alley you know, who wasn't really a wallet inspector at all. <laughs> what the hell? God damn it. You know, but you know, she's. You're telling me there's no federally licensed female body inspectors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, she's just a liar. It's the the voters of Maine who were friggin' stupid as hell for electing her. You know, she 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 is. I don't think she has, or at least has not been so extensive. You know, I think she's mostly worried about you know getting reelected right now because she's going to have to go begging for Democratic votes in a few months. So, 
yeah, she's gonna have to figure that out now. <laughs> get try try and get a bunch of you know pro choicers to vote for her when you know she's responsible for a lot of this. Okay, so I am seeing that after Collins and Murkowski decided that the Democrats' bill uh, codifying rope federal law um, not good, they're not going to vote for it. But they are proposing right. They've got some alternative bill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. And I guess we'd still need a filibuster carve out for that. So yeah, they're on board with that. Of course, they're not. And I don't know. I mean, that. I mean, I I've I've gone into this as well, but it's 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 kind of a weird hobby horse. I know the Democrats have to look like they're doing something, but I mean. That's just going to get tossed in the Tenth Amendment shredder too, if that gets passed. And, and really, what can Democrats do at this point? Like, wait for should, yeah, we should have won an election without yeah, get a get a time machine. That's yeah. literally all you can do. Without That's literally having our guys on the Supreme Court. There is literally nothing we can do right now. Yeah, I mean, I get so damn frustrated because all you can do is you, you should have Pokemon gone to the polls. Yeah, that's literally all you can do. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that makes it better. There's I, nothing. I really hope your, you know, principled stand of both sides are just as even. Pretty good. Today. Hope, really, hope really, riding really in really Harambe was good. worth it. I really hope it was. I hope yeah. it felt awesome. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, yeah, that, you know, because, you know, and there goes... Gay marriage, there goes, <laughs> here comes, you know, sodomy laws coming back. Yeah, here comes all kinds of shit that we thought was gone, you know, going on 20 years ago. And it's all coming roaring back because, yeah, mm. infuriating, absolutely infuriating because for the lack of, you know, 40,000, 50,000 votes in three states. It also makes me wonder, like, we're just, we're going to get, we're going to eventually get to the point where it just happens. It happens in, in failing countries all the time. I could you guys, but we're on that list now, too. Yeah. Uh, and that's just... That's a death knell. Institutions don't just exist. They require society to take care of them. To, to maintain them. Uh, doing that right now. <laughs> We're not doing that at all. Um... And it's just, it cannot yeah. stand after a, a certain amount of time. It really just can't. And it's so naked. Not any sort of like esoteric, adultery, just a straight up picture. And what, what's, what's worse is that's not. That's not a neutral situation either. 
I mean, the court loses legitimacy. That's a conservative win, too. Because then, you know, that means Ron DeSantis can outlaw abortion and make it illegal to be gay. And there is nothing anyone can do. There's no one to appeal to if that's what he does. And that's it. That's it. You know, there's no federal body to appeal to if the courts aren't an authority to say that's not okay. I mean, if you take judicial you take judicial review out of the equation, and really, I mean, short of say a progressive federal government sending in troops to tell him that's wrong, that's it. That's basically it. I, so that kind of ties into what I was going to say was you, know, you have Mr. Lincoln's incredibly reasoned opinion in the 1964 case of North v. South. Yeah. Uh, and we're we're not that far uh, from the federal government ordering in the troops. Only half a century or so. Yeah. That was... Uh, I mean, well, that was, that was to enforce a Supreme Court opinion. And, and so, I... One of my big pet peeves, and so I, I want to make sure that I'm this. Um, Eisenhower did not actually send in the troops. The governor had sent Eisenhower ordered. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't want to say he like marched the National Guard into Little Rock. He did not. The governor did in order to segregate the school. Eisenhower picked up the phone and said, "No, you help him." Right. Right. Uh, but it, it does feel like something like that is coming. I mean, we're going to need an entire era of reconstruction just to pick up the pieces from the this I guess totalitarian and, government, but a theocracy is a little bit soft more than that. <sighs> and that's assuming that we win the eventual struggle for the national government. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so I, so, I don't want to yeah. make light of this because it's this all an extremely heavy suitable really for joking, but got California on lock and have a government if we need it to. Mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. We're not absolutely dependent on and to be fair, the red states do have Texas and all that. Texas isn't quite the beginning of California. It's up there. I mean, in the case of some sort of national divorce, awesome deal. Yeah. It's a, it's a heady and scary and very, very heavily polarized time. I mean, Man, it's frightening that it's come to this. It's frightening that that it hasn't been in some way dissuaded up after all this time. But yeah, here we are. And there were all these points at which, you know, something could have, you know, 
maybe gotten us off the track or at least delayed it. But yeah, here it is. And boy, oh boy, what a time it really is. So from one depressing topic to another, uh, Madison Cawthorn is in the, is well, in the process of being purged by yeah. Uh, they've unleashed pretty much every piece of opposition. Crown Jewel of which uh, shows him humping the back of his male cousin's head. In uh, The cousin, by the way, was eventually hired to the tune of $141,000 uh, for work on Hawthorne and in his house office. So, fun times there. Uh, it comes on the heels of a number of leaks that all do seem to be in This is GOP on GOP, it seems, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's a district that really, I mean, only Madison Cawthorn could lose it, honestly. It's a fairly red Republican district. It's not like Republic. It's not like Democrats are seriously contesting it or anything like that. It's just a matter of some other Republican wants it, and he's been pissing Republicans off by. I mean, I don't even. I mean the the cocaine orgy statement was just so ridiculous. It's hard to believe that's really what did it, but that's kind of what everyone's going with and saying, "Oh my," you know he. he he blew the lid off it, and now, now they're out for him. But, I mean, what else can you say? I guess he's just an idiot, and now they want him gone. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny that, you know, he's the one that they've decided is, you know, a bridge too far. And, you know, they're not, you know, bringing out the knives for, say, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert or any of these other embarrassing, you know, people in their lineup but uh yeah he's the one and uh they're bringing everything out on him <laughs> like my god yeah yeah i i can't imagine that i mean it'll be amazing if he survives but or, or matt gates for that matter as well i mean jesus yeah you know? that's the one that blow i can't believe he's still yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'd think you, you'd think if there was anyone with you know sufficient dirt that they would start dropping Oppo on because it's not like he's in a district that Democrats could take either. You'd think he's you know you could find you know a half dozen other Republicans they could move in there with a moment's notice. So you know, yeah, he's another replaceable little hack that they could, you know, switch out with no problem and find some other used car salesman to put in there. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, Cawthorn's the guy, well, yeah, I, Cawthorn's the guy that uh, they're going to, they're going to dump everything on. And maybe it's just that, you know, he's a kid. He's showed up. He doesn't really have that many connections yet. They don't doesn't have a significant base so nobody's really going to care that he's gone you know 
that could be that's my speculation so that you know fine he can go nobody's really you know nobody's gonna miss him is that it i i think no. so yeah i think he's just you know nobody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which is yeah it's, it's funny that that's that's the difference that's that's all it makes you know yeah <laughs> Rose, you know, rose too high like Icarus, and <laughs> started running his mouth off about cocaine parties, and bam! Suddenly they're <laughs> throwing your cousin humping videos and absolute humiliation <laughs> to chuck you out the door wild absolutely wild i don't even understand what his point about the cocaine because let's break this down on a couple the average age of congress is pretty fucking uh old enough to the point where i think uh doing an eight ball of coke and then you know getting it on is probably gonna lead to a heart attack for like dangerous yeah significant portion of them I don't think this is as common as he says it is. And even if it is, excuse me, but Madison Cawthorn looks like a gentleman who enjoys his cocaine from time to time. To be fair, on the Republican side, on the Republican side, things were a little bit younger, but still, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, mean, maybe... Mostly because they were all voted out. Yeah. yeah, Everybody who's come in since then is fresh blood. They're they're fairly yeah exactly they're newer they're younger yeah yeah I I, I get it um, but uh, maybe he's talking about staffers maybe honestly it's probably all tied in with QAnon really I think that's got to be it it's all code for somebody's getting molested it's probably back to George Soros or whatever I mean we definitely know somebody's getting molested there's the video of hawthorne molesting the dude <laughs> he's literally Ooh. humping the back of his head while the dude's asleep there's a yeah. catheter tube involved in it. Oh, it is gross. it is not a pleasant I, i've seen the man's ass <laughs> free and clear yeah yeah i mean yeah, I think yeah, you know, so much of their rhetoric these days is you know some code for you know somebody's diddling a kid and it's a secret cabal and you're not invited, so you know there's corruption and yeah, ooh ooh ooh, and you know I'm going to expose it, you know, so you got to vote for me, and that's what it is. So I think that's got to be part of what he's going on about, and you know the secret, you know parties that look like eyes wide shut are happening at the bottom of the comet pizza and so that's all part of it yeah exactly where the basement that doesn't exist that's it the attacks on Cawthorn appear to be taking their toll Um, he shed over over 12% in the latest polls in the Republican primary in his district he's now at 38% uh, he is still in the lead. His next highest challenger is only twenty-one percent. It's been uh, pretty, pretty, excuse me, pretty substantial collapse for him. Uh, and he wasn't yeah. doing all that great to begin with. 
just under 50 if you're yeah. 50 percent in a primary and you're it's not a pleasant situation exactly yeah i mean there's only i would imagine that they're going to be organized and they're going to find a way to take him out i mean how long i i can't imagine he's got much time to recover as well I mean, let's see here. It's Early in-person voting has already started, uh, and the actual date of the primary is... Holy shit, it's in a couple weeks. Yes, yeah. it's the 17th. And, yeah. So, yeah, this is not great timing for him either, to have that be, you know, front and center. I would say it's not great timing for the video to come out, except... I mean, in a Republican primary, in a Republican state, I don't think many people are taking yearly voting. I mean, when it's been demonized by the party for so long. So it does hurt Hawthorne. Most of the voters are going to have this information front and center in their minds. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, I would expect he's going to be gone. Or <laughs> it'd be pretty funny if he's not. But yeah, it would be I can. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I I do expect he's going to get chucked. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're out for him so hard, and I think what is like I think the Speaker of the State House is one of the people that's after him. Like Tom, at least Ellis one of the candidates. Yeah, yeah. Against him too. Uh, yeah. In fact, he Phyllis is a senator. And he's taken what is a close to extraordinary step of asking the House Ethics Committee to launch an investigation into Cawthorn over insider trading. Yeah. Insider trading. Yep. Was it? Was Tillis one of the people that was implicated in that a couple years ago? I you thought? know, I... we don't let little details like that get in the way of a political hit job, Dan. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> when you are not in the club and Cawthorn is not in the club, yeah. <laughs> you get nailed to the cross. Oh, man. That is wild. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. And I guess we'll move on to that to our, our usual Ukraine update where there's a couple things going on. Uh, one. Jill Biden, the first lady of the U.S., popped up in Ukraine today. She met with the first lady of Ukraine. She oversaw uh, some parades and celebrations in a city in southwestern Ukraine. She posed with Bono uh, from U2, who was also oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> popped up over there. The, uh, the heads of government of quite a few European nations are starting to pop up again. They're wanting to project that life is returning to Ukraine, even battle right now eastern part of the country battle that is again completely frozen nothing has really happened yeah well i mean the, the whole focus is just yeah shifted to the you know the eastern portion and uh, back to what you know russia said it was going to be about in the first place and then yeah, yeah they're they're not moving on any of these cities in in the east they mm-hmm. they the most that they've been able to do is that they shelled a town literally flat. It was a, a village, leveled everything in there, and the Ukrainian army pulled back from it because just 
remaining to defend there. There's not a single building left standing. They just hold back a little bit. There's nothing for the Russians to capture. There's nothing for the Ukrainians to defend. It's It's been a frozen front for, for like three weeks now. I mentioned this last week, but it tells me that Russia just doesn't have the troops or the equipment to, to mount an offensive. They would have done it by now. They could. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely mauled themselves in this, yeah, first decapitation campaign that they attempted back in uh, February and March. And uh, yeah, here they are now. There was a wonderful piece in the BBC World News and analysis by a Canadian uh, professor college there. Putin no longer has any victory positions in Ukraine. He just has different levels. Mm-hmm. Really, all I could say for they were hoping to have uh, this completed by tomorrow, which is uh, Victory Day in the Great Patriotic War, which is the two their victory over Germany, uh, which Soviet Union helped out tons. The manpower they went to do theirs, most of the equipment was American. Most of the intelligence was British. It was a real team effort. I don't want to denigrate their contribution. Fascist fucks now. But mm-hmm. it, uh, it was supposed to be a big symbolic thing, especially that they're painting Ukraine as some sort of Nazi country that they strike back again. Now, not really going to happen. Uh, there are apparently preparations going on for the Victory Day parade in Moscow are supposedly trying to, to hold one in Mariupol. I cannot imagine they actually do that because it's going to be such a nice, tempting target for, right. for Ukrainian artillery. I mean, absolutely, you're going to get all your equipment in a nice flat line in a city <laughs> that you just took over for us? Just like, line up the javelins and bam, bam, bam. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I really don't know what they're going to do to that. They, uh, Russia lost another major naval ship this week. Uh, that is now their third significant naval loss to a country that almost literally does not have a navy. Uh, which is just fucking impressive. Ukrainian, uh, the Ukrainian navy consists of mostly converted pleasure craft that are used as patrol and rescue craft. They have one actual warship. It is a heavy frigate. It has zero heavy weapons on it. Its its entire armament is dudes standing on deck with machine guns. That is it. And and yet, using land-based uh, anti-ship missiles, they've now taken out three Russian naval ships of significant size and countless more. How do I want to say it? Ukraine is doing so well that if, for whatever reason, the Ukrainian connection to the Crimean Peninsula very small. It's very tiny. Uh, most of the access to Crimea is from Russia. Why they have such a But that also means that's a fairly short border to if they had managed to bottle up that border into Crimea and hold the Russian troops down there, they didn't have this 
southern front to get deployed out. And I'm starting to think Ukraine would be marching in Russia right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, counterattack would be on its way, really. I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> holy and, crap. They are attacking in Russia. They've uh, managed to hit field depots in Volgograd. I think like three weeks straight now, uh, they're making attacks with jets and with TB2 drones. Uh, they're hitting railway railway bridges in the eastern, western Russia, excuse me. They are doing quite a bit behind the lines this week, huh? but I mean, like, uh, Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And that, that eastern front is just frozen. I mean, they, I, I don't know what more they could be doing. They're doing fantastic. Thank God that we are doing all we can with that. Uh, there is further fallout from that in that uh, both Sweden and Finland are expected to make a joint application for NATO probably this week, I think. Uh, Finnish and Swedish media was saying uh, between the, the 7th and the 18th. Uh, I, I don't know if that timetable is exactly firm, but we do seem that we are going to be growing NATO by two countries shortly. Yeah. So that's a big step. I mean, Finland has been so deferential to Russia past. I mean, not explicitly. They fought several wars. They don't like each other. We derisively referred to Finlandization during the Cold War when Finland just made itself as unoffensive to Moscow as possible. Basically, on everything and remain independent and part of that was squaring away from NATO uh, that whole calculus has changed it feels good man I, I mean yeah. I, I really don't have to say other than that I, I love I live for the fact that liberal democracy is remembering that it has more in common with each other yeah, at least one place in the world where you know, something yeah. is going right. Going. <laughs> All right. Is there anything going on up in Washington? Um, hey, you know, at least the weather's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's not so nice. It's pretty crappy. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got our little Cascadian West Coast bulwark that hopefully can. Hopefully holds up until, you know, the, the federal bans start rolling in on us, so. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining me this week, and I hope you have a, a good time out there. Yeah, you as well. <laughs>